Just showing up to be here with us today, you've proven that you belong. Hello, Matt here. Welcome to Young at Birds. How are you? I'm a little fake disappointed because I really wanted to use a piece of music, just a tiny itty bitty little piece of music at the beginning of this episode. It would have been perfect, but you know, copyright stuff. Blech. I don't know that it would have been a big deal, but why chance it? Matt here, and I didn't plan this, but this is episode 7 of my 7 Deadly series and episode 20 overall. Episode 20. Synchronicity is fun, especially when you choose to look for it. I also, another weird thing, I also just tipped over 300 listens. I think I was at like 303, which, holy shit, I'm thankful. I'm very thankful for that. I appreciate everything so so much that, um, it like, I appreciate that anyone would deliberately look at my podcast, push play, and give me 15 to 30 minutes of their time. That's awesome. So thank you, everyone. I appreciate it. Um, please listen to the end of the episode. I have I wanted to do a giveaway, which you may have seen if you got this on Facebook. But um, please see. I'll just tell you a little bit now and a little bit at the end. Uh, I have a nice little book collection that I like to I like to give books away to people, and I figured why not? Uh, thank you for listening to my podcast. I will give one of you an opportunity to get a book that you know will talk about it and uh, something that's really touched a piece of my heart and that that has maybe uh, shined some light on something I was looking at but in any given ca in any case um, I'm gonna pick a random winner next Wednesday and or announce a random random winner like next Wednesday all you have to do is find yelling at birds podcast on Facebook find a post I will be posting this episode uh, like and share it and then uh, you'll be entered in for your chance to get a book from me. I just want to give you one of my books. Let me give you a book. Um, but that is awesome. Uh, though this is the last in the series, uh, there is I'm working on what's coming next. And I have something planned on the horizon that I'm super nervous and excited for, but it's still going to be a few months away for that. In the meantime, I will continue going where this takes me, and I invite you all to continue riding along. And that's just, you know, every once or twice a week, I'll have something I want to work through, and I'll just basically talk it out on here. At, I'll talk it out on here at you, into your ears that are on your heads, and that's just how it's going to be. All right, time to get into it. So... We saved the biggest, baddest, and best for the last in our Seven Deadly series. Pride, the also known as the Original Sin, is said to be the source of the other capital sins, or capital vices. But the word pride, it does hold two opposing meanings, uh, or like two antithetical meanings. On one hand, having pride is it's seen as good. Um, it's seen as a feeling of satisfaction in your achievements or the achievements of those close to you. Uh, maybe you are, you're proud of all the hard work and dedication it took for you to pass that test or get that degree, get that job, uh, improve your health, or even surviving a life experience or life of being marginalized or abused. Those things should generate pride. They should be celebrated. 
you, uh, you and those close to you worked hard and sacrificed. So you earn that feeling of pride. It's something like, uh, like gay pride. Uh, we just got past uh, Pride Month, and that's something that 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 should be celebrated because that's a group of people that have been marginalized, abused, killed, uh, persecuted for how they for how they were born, um, and they survived that, and they're proud, and they're out, and they're um, celebrating their identity. That should be that should generate pride. That should that should be celebrated. Pride in something that you've done, you know, some some sort of thing that you've gone through and and hard work, you know, you've those that have served in the military. There's a pride that comes with that because that is a big sacrifice. That's something um, not everybody in the country, everybody in the world has gone through. Um, so that should generate pride. Uh, but there is there is a point when pride turns poisonous. So I won't I won't be talking about that original one because obviously um, if and I think it's like in general, it's like, is it, has it been earned? And uh, if you do have that pride in something that you've worked really hard for or something that you've uh, sacrificed a lot for and it's been earned, then that's, you know, I don't see that, that how can that be something that kind of clouds your life experience or, you know, takes peace away from you. Um, but there is, like I said, there is a point when uh, pride turns poisonous or it's the other side of the coin, the other way we look at it beyond beyond someone's eye roll inducing bragging uh, beyond the boasting of pride due to mere existence in a certain time and place and beyond cockiness i try to steer steer clear of this level of pride but i do feel it boiling up in me daily um, maybe this is why i can be so uh, self-defeating at times as pointed out by friends Maybe I'm trying to beat back the demon by feigning some Socratic level of wisdom, stating, who the hell am I to tell anyone anything? Maybe it's that. In religion, this level, the poisonous level of pride, is what happens when we play God, or we put ourselves in place of God. In mythology, or in you know Greek history, it's hubris. In every, everyday life, it's like greed on steroids. It's a corrupt level of selfishness. Seeing your own whims, wants, and desires as more important than someone else's needs and before the welfare of other people. Now it does feel like we're swimming in a sea of pride right now. Pulled right out of Wikipedia, in, in more destructive cases, it is irrationally believing that one is essentially and necessarily better, superior, or more important than others, failing to acknowledge the accomplishments of others, and excessive admiration of the personal image or self, um, especially forgetting one's own lack of divinity, and refusing to acknowledge one's own limits, faults, or wrongs as a human being. And this level of pride is the opposite of what I believe to be the deepest and most beautiful feeling in existence, which is the realization that every single human being you come across has a life as vivid and real to them as your life is to you. That even as you sit here, there are people out there that you'll never meet who are experiencing a world just as real and full as yours. But as Solzhenitsyn said, 
the universe has as many centers as there are living beings in it. We're all, we're all the stars of our own plays. The trick is to fully understand that your play is just one of the billions of plays in all of time. And that's just human beings on Earth, and even further restricted by our, by our understanding of consciousness. So pride. That toxic pride. That and greed is what can drive profit, or does is what does drive profit over people. It's what causes us to see others as less than people, to prioritize our own comfort for their well-being. It's what topples societies, believing too much in their greatness, and believing purely in their greatness for greatness' sake, not the greatness of accomplishments. It's what leads some to believe that they deserve any piece of this earth more than someone else does, because they happen to be born on that piece of earth, on that piece of earth, or some other piece of earth. It's what leads some to believe that they deserve control over another's body. It's fuel for hypocrites. It's a it, so it's a monster made from the worst of us. And it's what makes us inhumane and ugly to one another. It truly is the source of ugliness clouding your soul and standing in the way of you living a life in peace. I like what Alexander Pope said. What the weak, what the weak head with the strongest bias rules is pride. The never-failing vice of fools. Pride, vanity, arrogance, and ignorance all... I see them all walking hand in hand and are antithetical to enlightenment and growth. And if you're not growing, if you're not using your time here to continue learning about yourself, about this place, and about the other people we share this world with, then what's what's really the point of continuing? I mean, how sad and lonely of a life must it be to feel truly superior to everyone else? that you have nothing left to learn, that you are at the top of a mountain. This is kind of dark. Damn. But, but it's kind of how it, feel, it feels like the prideful seem to run the show, right? The problem with the world to Bukowski was that the intelligent people are full of doubts, while the stupid ones are full of confidence. Now the trouble with that statement obviously is that on the surface it seems it on the surface it seems like he is talking down to the ignorant or the supposed less intelligent than him or that he is proclaiming himself to be one of the doubtful smart ones but I see I see that it would be the prideful ones that would t be taking offense while seeing themselves as either infallible or thinking that every statement made has something to do with them. It's, it's like the current debates on, on toxic ma masculinity, and not really debates, but arguments. The current arguments on toxic masculinity or white nationalism. I feel, and I could be wrong, that the issue with why these debates get so heated is that the prideful see this as some sort of attack on them. Even if it has nothing to, even if it has nothing to do with them at all, like I'm a white male. I'm a white male. Um, I'm not for I'm not for nationalism. 
I believe in equality of opportunity, uh, true equality of opportunity. And I still hear the statements opposing toxic mascul masculinity or white nationalism, and I can hear those, uh, listen to the message, and I don't feel attacked or that the statements are made at, made at my expense. I don't feel threatened. Because that's what hap I mean, that's what happens when you consciously watch out for your own pride. But that's tiring. Because it's easier to feel prideful, or it's easier to be prideful. It's easier to be willing, willfully ignorant, or to not be aware of the lack of others, or inequality, or the suffering of others. It's easier to not pay as much attention to our weakness as a nation, and as a people. To take a deep look at our humanity with a discerning eye, to see what we can do better. It's easier to just to fall in line and live, believing believing in your superiority. And I can understand that. I understand that in almost daily, there is a weaker part of me that wishes I could just shut that part of me off, forget it, and live in some sort of blissful ignorance. And it's not like doing that makes you a worse person. I mean, it's who, because that's part of, <laughs> that's part of letting go of pride because I don't, who knows? I mean, I feel that it's important to uh, be aware and be empathetic to other people's experience and realize that, you know, you could live your entire life and be in the wrong and not realize it. As you grow and develop, you take in more information and that kind of changes your views um, on certain things and that's growth. So I could be wrong in saying this right now. So this isn't me saying that someone who happens to be living in bliss and quote-unquote blissful ignorance is any worse or any better. I'm kind of jealous of it at some point, occasionally. Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't wish this level of self-doubt and constant soul-searching on my worst enemy if I didn't think it was completely necessary in order to be a more fully formed human being. See, that's just a belief of mine. It's not Maybe not a belief, it's a thought. There's certain people that would say beliefs are dangerous because they're less likely to change with new information. Um, so that's just a thought of mine that I think it is important to do the soul searching, to continually grow, um, to be a to be, you know, to have a more full human experience. But it's not easy and it sucks. And I'm jealous of people that aren't there occasionally. But, Jesus, if I, I think of where I was before this, and before all the stuff, and that, that takes me back to, like, high school, which obviously a lot of us think of that period of time, um, and think, man, it was so much easier before college, before job, before all this other stuff. Um, and I think about that. And I think that, hey, if I would have made this decision instead of that one and I wouldn't have gone through everything that I put myself through, um, I look at that and think, you know, what what life would I have had now um, if if things had been different a little bit? And I, I, and I know it's hard now. Uh, me, what I kind of put myself through still, kind of emotionally uh, and uh, spiritually and... Even thinking back, like, it could be so much easier, but 
I wouldn't trade like where I am right now and whatever pain I feel or whatever, just from trying to be empathetic and trying to learn from other people's life experiences, um, their heartaches, their joys or everything. Um, it's not an easy road, but a lot of people have had a lot worse. It's not an easy road, but I don't think I'd trade this for anything. Um, so I wouldn't want to risk not being who I am today. I don't know how I got on that. Um, because we're, we were given this blessing or curse of self-introspection. And I believe to really search yourself and your soul in order to be more of a part of our shared human experience is to wick pride from yourself. As long as you as long as you don't get all shitty about it, there's the put a point on that one, because that's another thing. It's all good and fine to be a conscientious person to acknowledge and be empathetic of the struggles of others, but that can also be that can also lead to another path, or that can be another path to pride. When your empathy leaks into sympathy, which then leaks into pity. When you focus so much on the appearance of being introspective introspective is that right yeah I think that's what I said if you if you focus too much on the just putting off the, giving the appearance of being introspective and worldly that you start to alienate others that may not be as far along in the path of soul-searching by um, talking down to them and viewing yourself as a different type of superior being well this type of spiritual elitism can be just as damaging to your life experience as not walking down the path at all. And it's the same as someone that intentionally doesn't do that. Um, I guess what I'm getting at is, and what I will be continually trying to remind you and myself of, is that we're all together on this thing. We're all living and dying, stuck to this spinning sphere of water and rock, that we're just, and just sailing through space. We're all in a various state of confidence and confusion, and make and just making it as making it up as we go. Each and every one of us has a singularly unique path from start to finish, a different life experience, and in that, uh, we live in a completely different world than the other seven billion and change. The universe may not have as many centers as there are living beings in it but maybe the number of universes are equal to the number of living beings. If we, if we take a moment, take a bird's eye view on our experience, I think we would struggle to find the actual existence of pride. We would just see us tiny little things all scurrying around, just trying to do the best we can to make it from one day to the, until the next. And maybe if we did that more often, just kind of viewed the human experience from from above the influences of lust gluttony greed sloth wrath envy and pride would melt away just leaving us feeling like more of a part of our own one shared humanity that's what i'm trying to get at is this is one shared humanity and i think um when i started this series the seven deadly it wasn't to look at it from a religious point of view. It was to look at it from a human point of view. 
point of view. And that's one thing that if you start diving into one of those uh, one of those seven deadly sins, it does pull you away from the human experience because it separates you from everybody and either puts you up and well, it separates you from everybody and put in you putting yourself on a pedestal apart from the human experience. And that's no matter how good of a person you are or how bad of a person you are, you are a part of this one entire piece of humanity we have here. And nothing, there's nothing you can do that would separate you out um, naturally. I mean, obviously, you can think your way out of it, and that just clouds, that just clouds your experience when you get into these, uh, one of the seven sins. So my goal is to continue highlighting how we are alike. The best of us, the worst of us, we're, we're people. We're, I think, in each of our own ways, trying to figure this thing out as best we can. And there are differences in morals, and I, there are things that we can all agree on, things that are shitty and not shitty. But the judgment part, uh, that really has nothing to do with it. But that's it. So I do appreciate you being here with me as as I kind of work through some of this stuff. Um, I appreciate having the ears and having the comments, uh, the support. It, it does mean a lot. Uh, like I said, I'll be working on another project that's a few months away. Um, it won't be some... Yeah, whatever. I'm working on a thing. Shut up. And until then, from here until then, I'll still continue to have kind of more randomized issues maybe we'll see what we'll we'll see where it takes me but thank you for being here uh, and remember remember to like and share this post from yelling at birds so i'm going to post uh, a share the episode um on facebook so remember to like and share the per the post from yelling at birds on facebook for your chance to win a book from my collection also also bonus prize message me on facebook uh follow yelling at b on twitter or subscribe on Apple Podcast for your chance to win a bonus gift card. So I'll be I'll be drawing randomly for both of those and announcing next Wednesday. I'll be picking winners and announcing next Wednesday. So be sure to tune in um, and have a great week, and we will talk soon.